When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, it is our audience choice for July, a little later than we normally do it, but uh, you guys voted on our Patreon and it is Angels in the Outfield. What a uh, weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> had you seen this one before? No, I think I probably had at one point, but I think I watched it once and never again. Like, I probably watched it once when I was like a kid or something. Yeah, yeah. And I have not seen it up until this point. I'm like, this movie is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was for some reason like this staple growing up like i don't know like i've definitely seen this multiple times did i remember anything about it no did i remember how could you not have (laughs) did i remember it was joseph joseph gordon levitt who is the main character like a young young joseph gordon levitt the cast in this movie is nuts it's matthew mcconaughey is like uh uh like what do you call it? Like an extra with lines, basically. Yes. <laughs> He's just like a random outfielder in this. There's also, uh, also the dad is like Dermot Mulroney, like the the hot doctor from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I was just like, man, there is so much. There's so many people in this movie. It's unreal. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody's in it. Yeah, I forgot Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> like Oscar winners and oh, yes. wow. It wow, is nuts. multiple Oscar winners, none of which are in leading roles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those of you who haven't seen Angels in the Outfield, uh, oh boy, what a treat! Uh, basically, what it is is the movie starts with uh, two guys, uh, two boys uh, riding their bikes, JP and Roger, and they're talking about how they're in foster care and their mothers are dead. Uh, that's how the movie starts. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, and when Roger gets home, his, or to the, back to the foster home, his dad is there and his dad's basically like, I'm going away. I'm giving you up to the state. Uh, and Roger's all like, oh no, when can we be a family again? And the dad says, uh, maybe when the angels win the pennant, uh, referring to the California Angels, the Los Angeles Angels now, but the California Angels at the time, and they're the worst baseball team in the majors, and that's like a kind of a fuck you. <laughs> We're never going to be a family. It really again. is. Um, <laughs> at which point, Roger, uh, in bed, in the foster home, uh, prays to God, <laughs> asking to be a family again, and can the, please help the angels win the pennant so we can be a family again. And God is real and angels exist and they come down and help this baseball team win the pennant. 
Um, uh, at, at various points, the, the manager, Danny Glover, George Knox, he's a very violent former baseball player who's getting in fights with his own team, physical fist fights on the pitching mound. Um, the, uh, the owner is like, ah, but I like you. I'm not going to fire you. Even though they're last place in the league, he's literally fighting and players and throwing things in the, the dressing room. Anyway, uh, they bring Roger to one of the games. Roger starts seeing the Angels like pick up outfielders and things like that. And Knox becomes convinced that this kid knows something about um, baseball or that there's Angels and uh, starts relying on him for like who to play and things. And uh, turns out uh, they win and uh, the Angels then show up uh, one more time at the end and they're like, oh, you've got to win championships on your own. And then all the players believe in themselves and they all win. And the movie ends with Knox uh, adopting uh, Roger and JP. And now they're a family again. And uh, and Christopher Lloyd is the head angel. And he shows up for like so little of this movie. I was so, I, I remember him being a really major part of this movie. And Christopher Lloyd almost certainly filmed all his scenes in one day. Uh, yes! <laughs> But yeah, kind of a feel-good family thing that falls apart the second you think about it even a little bit. Um, so who do you think... Uh, I don't know, throw it back to you. Who do you think the villains of this movie are? Okay, well... Okay, one that I am unwilling to defend, but also, like, his dad is obviously a villain. I can't believe his dad. Yeah, his dad's a villain, for sure. Um, but obviously, I would say... Um, the announcer and former baseball player Ranch Wilder has got to be the ranch man. Yeah, he's definitely a villain. He's definitely opposing force. Um, I think the owner to a certain extent, too, even though like I knew what role he was supposed to play, like, oh, he's going to get fired. You know, he's going to shut you down. But he wasn't that at all. Like, yeah. like the owner just kind of goes with the flow and whatever's happening, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, the owner does nothing at all. He calls a press conference at one point, and I think that's the most he does. Yes. Um, he's like, you got to explain about the angels. <laughs> because Ranch talked to a child. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the flimsiest. <laughs> like, let's just talk about the owner, because I think it's like such a mild villain in this. But like, so when Knox is physically fighting the players and trashing the room and is in last place... The owner's like, ah, you'll figure it out. And like, that's the moment that he should have fired Knox. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. He has a real, that's baseball, baby. Kind yeah. Of attitude. Like does not care. And then the moment that, um, <laughs> like it comes out that he's making decisions based on that there's angels in the outfield. Uh, <laughs> based on one thing that was written by, and you put it, single source journalism, and that single source is like, what, an eight-year-old boy? He's like so young. JP? He, JP is so young and simply the cutest. He really, he honestly carries this movie in such a way. Because yeah, this yeah. movie does still have some charm to it. It's... It's lunacy, but it does have charm to it. There is something that you kind of like about it. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with JP. He's so charming. He is. He's very... But 
Jesus, they really leaned on his bad backstory, eh? Like, did you catch the moment where they were like, oh, JP can't drive in cars because he lived in a car with his mother for a long time, and anytime he goes in one now, he gets a stomachache. And you're like, holy shit. This you did not pull any punches there. <laughs> gets so dark at certain moments where you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought this was about angels helping a baseball team. <laughs> It's yeah, there's some ridiculously dark moments. Woo! Yeah. That I don't anyway. <laughs> sorry. So we're talking about the owner. Yeah, and I'm just gonna I don't even know if the owner has a name. <laughs> it's like <laughs> owner P ownersman or something like that. Like it's uh but like then he just he's like, okay, we're gonna you've got 24 hours basically to get your head on straight, or I'm and stop believing in angels is essentially what he says. And then uh, holds this press conference and everyone's like, well, it's not that bad if you believe in angels. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like for it to be a villain in this movie, like he has absolutely no point of view or commitment to anything. Like he doesn't even care if the baseball team is winning. No, I didn't even clock him as a villain at any moment. I was like, Knox is way more of a villain, for sure. He's just knocking people out. <laughs> yeah, Knox punches out uh, Ranch Wilder during a press interview. Yep. And, like, this isn't just a press guy that you have to interact with occasionally. This is, like, the angel's in-house press guy <laughs> like he's the stadium announced like he's he's basically their pr guy absolutely and his his displeasure with this man is that he claims that he injured her like he i think it was he ruined one of his knees yeah I during think- a game and he's like he did it on purpose and he's like there's no way you could prove that it was on purpose and it's it's actually never shown in the movie if it was on purpose or not but you know what is admitted? Knox tells um, Mel Clark basically like, oh, like Tony they have Danza. a disagreement, yeah, yeah. and he's like, listen, like you're the one that gave me all these. He's like, you took all these pain pills, you've ruined yourself. He's like, you gave them to me, <laughs> and then Knox is like, yeah, but you're an adult and you took them, and I didn't think I was gonna have to deal with your sorry ass. I thought I was gonna be able to like ship you and never have to deal with you again. So I'm like, okay, so you intentionally ruined this man thinking I don't have to deal with you again, which you've said out loud verbatim, like you've actually <laughs> admitted to this. Yeah. You, and you hate our villain because maybe he did something. Yeah. And I think the way they said it was like, um, Knox was slight or no, who was it? Someone was sliding in to a base and mm-hmm. caught his knee with a cleat or something. Yeah. And, and that and man was like, supposed to be ranch and it's, he just doesn't, I don't know. I, I don't even think it's a, I don't even think it was on purpose. He just doesn't like that ranch dress and maybe. Yeah. <laughs> ranch he doesn't dress. like the type of sauce he's throwing down. No, I agree. Yeah. It's ranch wilder, man. That's a, that's a <laughs> name, you know, like the, you know, that that screenwriter Woo! was like, going to name one of my kids, uh, ranch wilder. Ranch uh, wilder. Although if I met if I met a kid named Ranch Wilder, I'd be like, that kid's gonna fuck up my couch. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'd just be like, that kid is going to mess up my couch for sure. Like, that kid's going to mess up my couch is such a specific. <laughs> I mean, you can come in, but oh, man, this kid's going to oh, fuck man. up my couch. Something fierce. You know what I uh, mean? He's putting his, putting his feet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like putting the feet up and like on. really digging into it and kicking, yeah. the, kicking the cushions. And, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Uh, Fucking with my cat and shit. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. That's got A that great end. villain name to say. Ranch yes. Wilder. There's no way that's the hero. No, no, <laughs> like no. you never hear that name and be like, wow, that man's about to save the day. <laughs> but I think most of the things that Ranch does in this are not that bad. First of all, he reports on admittedly a rumor that uh, that they're using literal belief in angels to pick who goes into the ball game. Fine. Uh, that, But that's like within the public's. The public wants to know. Like, that's sports journalism. You know what I mean? How are you making the picks? How did you miraculously, and I mean miraculously, turn this team around from last place to first in half of a season? And it's not that far off because it's like you keep bringing these kids in every week now. Yeah. And you literally walk over there and ask that kid what's up every five minutes. Yeah. And I think there's a legitimate sports media question where you go, if... You go from being the last place team that you were responsible for, and then children can make it a first place team. Should you still have your job? Fire that man. Yeah, fire that man. Fire him so fast. He hasn't... Like they, I think they establish. I can't. I can't remember how many games it is. They establish how many games they've already lost that season, like 15 or something. Yeah. They've lost every game. This man has still not united this team even a little bit. Oh, he's, yeah. and he He's goes the worst right, coach of all time. He goes in right at the beginning, throws a temper and like, is like, you're, you're, you have no talent. You are the worst group of people. I can't make them win. As like, maybe some team in the history of whatever had no talent and, and couldn't do anything, but this is still the major leagues. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the math is on how, but it's like the top 200 people in the world, let's say, right? Yeah. Like, those guys have talent. They have abilities. Maybe they're not the best, but you should be able to, like, put something together. Haven't you seen Moneyball? No, you haven't because that wasn't invented yet. But still. <laughs> yeah, can you all go out drinking together or something? Right? Do a day, do a synchronized dance on the field, and all of a sudden unite and enjoy us. Cheers! I don't know, Something. none of that, nothing. Just screaming and tossing and punching. Yeah, not the way to build a team. And then um, he he doesn't. You know what? It's like what's what's wild to me is that as soon as he introduces the these like angels and stuff, he's like, well, I gotta gotta be good because the angels are here and it's like oh, yeah. well, the angels don't like swearing or lying <laughs> the rules for the angels are literal i <laughs> <laughs> oh there are none there are none <laughs> yeah there there seems to be literally just on the fly zany rules that were written by a child i guess i think uh, it's i mean okay here is my big thing on this uh which is at, 
Al and uh, God <laughs> and uh, the angels whom, for whom they represent. I am going to put them up as a villain in this movie. A truly heinous villain. Uh, to the point where I'm going to argue, I have to argue that this is not your Judeo-Christian God. Okay? <laughs> this is some trickster spirit God. Okay? This is... This, this is, is some trickster they, spirit Oh, God. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> This is not a god of, like, empathy and compassion. You know how I know that? Because a child laying in a sleeping bed in a foster home looks up at the stars and goes, "Uh, I want to be a family again. I really need a family. Can you please help the angels win the pennant? And one, God exists. (laughs) Two, he hears your prayer, but he monkey paws the shit out of that. Really does. <laughs> like <laughs> there it's not, but not enough, during championships. <laughs> <laughs> you are not an omnipotent, all-knowing, compassionate God if you hear a God or if you hear a child say, Can you please make my baseball team win so my dad will love me again? And you go, one baseball team coming right up. <laughs> like <laughs> like a read between the lines, man. <laughs> So that's why I think Al is um, not representative of uh, what we would necessarily conceive of as God. I think he's like some like (laughs) jokes on you kind of guy. I think he's like (laughs) fucking with the kid. Yes. He's the other half of the final destination death guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) like he comes down and he's like i'm gonna help this team win you can't tell anybody about it and we show up and he even says we show up sometimes and we don't show up others we kind of just do what we feel like uh and uh don't tell anyone else about us because then we don't show up and you're like oh that's that's chaos. That's it like is. a god of chaos. He, <laughs> he literally goes like right back on what he just said. He's like, don't tell anybody. He's like, well, a couple of people already know. Well, don't tell anybody else then. <laughs> like, <laughs> For a creature that supposedly has a direct line to God. Yeah. Just so disorganized with instructions. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like if that was the angel that gave the 10 commandments, uh, We'd be fucked. Like, there was originally 15 of them, and he just made most of them up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, yo, he's trickster god. Trickster god. I 100% agree because this is the worst use of anyone's time I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) For like beings that could do anything, this is truly just. Just the worst shit you can... Okay, and I'm going to cut to the end for one moment because this is one of the darkest parts of the movie and I know that sounds wild because like... I know exactly what scene you're going to talk about. It starts with two foster children being like, our parents are dead. Okay, so... At the towards like the very end of the movie, we're at the... It's the pennant game. Okay, it's, it's time... They can't help. And he goes, oh, you see, like, and, and Al, our main, uh, our main, the boss angel, uh, says, hey, you see Mel over there? He's got six months to live, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, literally, 
looking at this child and, and like the game of his life going, yeah, he's got six months to live. He's going to be joining us soon. Yeah. It's like, why? And, why? And, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And just to add to the insanity of that moment, <laughs> Al is there. He just shows up. And he's like, oh, we're not helping today. You got to win. You got to win championships on your own. That's the rule. Okay. But the road to the championship anyway. uh, And then he goes, I'm just here to check on Mel because he's got six months left. So this angel literally dropped in to be like, I'm not helping you. And by the way, you know, your childhood hero, you know, this pitcher that you have come to know personally and love and respect Tony Danza over here. Uh, He's got six months to live. Go. Enjoy that burden, <laughs> small child. Da, 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 da. Bye. I'm going to go hop into a pop now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? like, that's what I mean. Like, that feels like that's the, um, that it feels like that's the be careful what you wish for in this, you know, where it's like, I want the angels to win the pennant. And they go, okay. Uh, the cost of that is uh, you will hold the heavy burden of knowing when everybody you love or admire will die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that your dad was also just telling you to fuck off. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> you didn't get that message yet. <laughs> so wow. Oh, better take some English lessons, kids, because you do not know shit about subtext. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh. I am going to take a swing at this. Okay. I'm going to defend Roger's dad. Uh, wow! He, I know. Whoa! I know. Okay. Whoa! Is he okay. a shitty dude? Yes, absolutely. Are my notes filled with uh, what a shitty dad written over and over and over again? Yes, absolutely. But I will also point out that the first time we see him, he puts out his own cigarette on his own leg. <laughs> You made a great point already. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I forgot about that. That's so wild. He is in a foster home smoking. His kid comes in and he puts his a cigarette out on his own pair of jeans. It is so unhinged. It is unbelievable. So here's my argument. It is great. Families should stay together, and like, you know, I'm not saying it's good to leave things, but if you voluntarily give up your child because you know that you cannot provide for that child, there is a little bit of goodness in that. I think it's a terrible situation. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody, but I think for Roger, it worked out better in the long run that he wasn't with his dad, who quite clearly... Not, I think probably has some, at the very least, mental health issues, possibly some substance abuse issues. Um, sold his sold his van for a motorcycle to a kid in town, straight up. Uh, did you think of Dumb and Dumber when that he said that? I don't know if you. No, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah, no, I've never seen that what? movie before. I know. Oh, I traded the van for this. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Whatever, this... Craig. You had never seen Predator before. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fair. I mean, 
Oh, man, it's just that Dumb and Dumber to me is like this watershed moment. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wow, wow, that really surprises me. This uh, was me for Predator when you told me you hadn't seen Predator. I like, got off the phone with you and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, I know. Like, what's going on? Like, this is episode 201, too, and we're still finding like, <laughs> movies that we definitely should have watched at some point. I know. Uh, wow. oh, I blame Tom and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I blame Tom and Jerry. I want to blame Tom and Jerry for everything from now on. I break a plate. <laughs> Fucking Tom, Tom and, and Jerry. Jerry. God damn this it. This would have happened if I hadn't had to spend all that time watching, <laughs> watching Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Oh lord! Uh, fun episode though. <laughs> Go back and listen to it. Uh, no, like, but you know what I mean. Like, this is a father who um, sold his van to get a motorcycle because it's better on gas to drive up north for some like job. You know, he's got a thing to do up north. This is not a father who should have his child. And I think giving the kid up, knowing that he's is going to have to have a better life without him, knowing how shitty he is. There's a little bit of uh, grace in that. Oh, but he did not exit gracefully. <laughs> he did not dismount gracefully. There was a way better way to say and display everything. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, when the Angels were your favorite team, that's also shit, by the way. He kind of He also mentions that, right? He's like, oh, you still cheering for the Angels? Like, shit, garbage team. Yeah, when are we going to be a family again? When they win, kid. Yeah. (laughs) No, I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why are you... Why are you rooting for that shit team? I don't know, because they're the team whose stadium is in the middle of this ghetto that we live in. Like, it's... (laughs) You this know what? run the- down part of LA uh- <laughs> uh, but the cigarette out on the jeans you're right that is yeah that is that's a level I did one time see a watch a man that I was having an argument with put his own cigarette out in his own arm and there was nothing about that moment that was like we should stay together <laughs> let's please there was father nothing. of the year material right there. yeah absolutely yeah. please stay oh boy <laughs> oh uh- lord <laughs> and like so the other thing i will say in defense of him is i didn't expect him a man giving up his child to have the wherewithal to make a graceful exit right because i think if you're at that point you're also not at the point where um you do things right you know uh like like to me the evidence of him being so shitty and fucking this up is all of the justification you need for the fact that giving not taking care of this kid is probably for the best and like he has some remorse about it like he says um like in court he's like i know what i'm doing i'm not proud of it not something i can change my mind about either like and he's just like yeah you know like i he's even says the kid like maybe it'd be different if your mother was still alive but like he has no means or ability to take care of a kid and knows it and uh, clearly no way to relate to a child either. So Sweet I think Jesus. him taking a step out. Well, I think I think you could tell by them naming him Roger. <laughs> 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 this is the oldest man's name. 
<laughs> it's not it wasn't a super common name in the early 90s among uh yeah. among boys of that age i will say i would that. say yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't oh, know i don't mind roger it's a good yeah i've never met a roger and been like whoa 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 sorry what <laughs> yeah but have you ever met a roger under 40 <laughs> ah that's true that's <laughs> all i'm trying to say yeah fair oh my god all right <laughs> <laughs> but like going back to um I will say the trickster god thing as well is like there are other ways that these angels could have uh first of all like you know uh guided them to win right but the way in which they do it is absolutely insane right <laughs> like it yeah. is it is Seems like the purpose of it is not for to make one team win a baseball game. It seems like the purpose of it is to literally fuck with the human beings who are on the playing field, right? Like they make they, they like the first thing they do is they fly a man up into the sky to catch a ball impossibly, like defies gravity. Okay, maybe that's just a really good jump. Fine. Yeah, I think you I think you could float that one enough where I was like, okay, I could see that's that. A, yeah, you go, oh you gave him the extra like you know a little bit of an oomph to get up there i get it yeah. but then there's another ones where they just stop a ball <laughs> mid pitch like in front of the there would be no, nobody in that like everybody in that stadium would be like what the hell did we just see that's not possible there's I another think- part where <laughs> like they make the ball run around like it's like a rodent that's it's, like, the one for me people's heads that's the one for me where I was like, okay. Cause like, okay. All the other ones I'm like, okay, that could be like an illusion or a trick. You know what I mean? Like it could have been enough where you would be like, okay, like that was just like a weird thing we all experienced. Right. That Mickey mouse bugs, bunny jumping around <laughs> ball. I was like, where are the officials? Okay. Where is there someone stepping in and being like, okay, clearly we need new ball <laughs> something <laughs> is going on here both the, like somebody's getting investigated for tamper or something something's happening here who how has nobody in and i think that was nobody like a game winning point they were like that was the one they won they won and nobody was like hold on hold on hold on <laughs> we still live in the realm of like Regular physics and reality. Clearly, there's some magnets or something going on. Yeah, somebody would have to speak on it a bit. Come on, Major League Baseball would come to a screeching fucking halt as they, like, like this is this is a league where it is so, it like cheating is knowing the other team's signals. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's a big thing. If if you knew the signals that the 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 coach or whatever is given to the pitcher or the pitcher is uh, given to the catcher, like that's like a real like ooh they cheated. And meanwhile, we're dealing with like literal like balls that have a mind of their own. It's like <laughs> there is no way that they wouldn't stop this league right away and be like, what the hell is going on? And for the record, I just need to say this, so I am in it, on record as saying this. If ghosts are cheating, angels are definitely cheating. (laughs) (laughs) What are they but more powerful, privileged ghosts? Oh, I think you're absolutely correct. And like, honestly, even if it was like if I was playing 
tennis with my friend recreationally and any of this stuff happened, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down here. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> there <laughs> would be investigation can... is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Let's see if we can do that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, at least. Crazy. You know what I mean? Get somebody in here. What's going on? <laughs> do one of us have powers? Let's figure it out. Yeah, and like humans have such a good sense of when things like that don't work. Like mostly you notice it in like special effects in movies, right? Where uh, you look at some special effect and you go, well, that's not how that would fall. And like, you could never describe to me how like that should fall, but Mm -hmm. you can like our human brain just knows like you didn't get it. Right. So like for everybody in that stadium to be like, what? And seeing that on all the replays, like there would be nerds like me who would be like going through it frame by frame being like, see, this breaks the laws of physics. Like it's not falling (laughs) at the right rate. Uh, I'm not sure angels exist would be the uh, the other thing I would come to. But uh, there you go. Well, if they do, they'd obviously be helping in a baseball game, clearly. <laughs> and by the way, I, I also feel like we need to point out cheating on the Toronto Blue Jays is the first Off- offensive. <laughs> it's so offensive. We have so little. <laughs> we have so. What do we? We can't count on the, the fucking Leafs, man. No. We got the Blue Jays and we have the Raptors and that's it. That's it. Okay. That's all we got going on. Uh, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of sports teams. Just none of them ever win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Although they had recently won, I think, when this movie came out. So I think like we did 92 and 93. That's probably why we're mentioning. <laughs> yeah. And then this came out 94. So they're like, the, the Jays need to be taken down a peg or two. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, ugh. Yeah. those Canadians. Before we continue, we should uh, take a moment to thank our sponsor, Alder New York, a queer and women owned independent skincare brand that takes products designed to work for all skin types, no matter your age, gender or ethnicity. Their products are vegan action certified and meet environmental working group and EU safety standards. We love all of these things. Yeah, and like, them. you don't need skincare product that's like, this is for women, or like, it's a man's work. Like, I'm tired of that. You know what I mean? Like, we all have the same skin. We all have, we all need the same things. So like, I, I don't know. It's just very exciting to see it be like, you got skin. <laughs> this yes. will work for, like, this will work for your human skin, you know? The amount of men I talk to that are just like, I don't moisturize. And I'm like, what are the words that are coming out of your mouth right now? Please. <laughs> please. please. We're out in the sun. We do things. Put some moisture onto your skin. Please wash your face. We appreciate it. Yeah, we love exactly. That. So like you should be doing this. You should be taking care of yourself no matter uh, gender, sexuality, whatever it is. It doesn't need to be uh, branded specifically to to some niche thing. So these are designed to work for all ages, all skin types, uh, your gender, your ethnicity, and uh, your cleansing body bar is made with 1% glycol acid and sea kelp and want a self-healthy 
Beauty Awards in 2021, which is pretty cool. Clean, luxury skincare doesn't have to break the bank. Alder New York makes skincare products with dermatologist-approved ingredients and plant-powered actives starting at $7.99. Loved by editors of Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Men's Health, and more, experience the products that Allure calls simple, sleek, and highly effective. Use code VILLAIN for 15% off your first order at AlderNewYork.com. That's Alder, A-L-D-E-R, New York.com. That's code VILLAIN at AlderNewYork.com for 15% off your first order. Thanks, Alder New York. And now... Back, Back to, to ranch, it. baby. <laughs> the ranch man. <laughs> you got more to say about ranch? I love it. No, okay. There's one. Okay. So just a couple other things about ranch. Because he is, I believe, one of our main villains. Okay. First of all, I think it's valid he printed that weird thing <laughs> about, about the angels. Because also, uh, my argument for this is, is that that is actually factual. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that it's, was what is, was going on. <laughs> he's absolutely printing the truth. Okay. Uh, secondarily, there's something to be said here about because uh, they keep showing him drinking at work. They're like, "Oh, look at this! Look at this guy that doesn't care about." It. I'm like, "This man has a problem, and no one is addressing it." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is turning a blind eye to this man's very deep issue. Maybe he is injured. Who knows? Okay, this man has bad things going on, obviously. He, he got, got punched, punched at work. In the face! <laughs> and that man still works there. Can you imagine going to work, getting punched in the face by your coworker, and they still have their job? Yeah. You'd be so pissed. Yes. You would be so mad. I would be so furious. Yeah, so I'm gonna say just I I'm I I honestly do not think ranch is that bad. I think like they have this whole thing with his coworker where he doesn't want his coworker to speak up a lot. Yeah, welcome to TV. Hello, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> welcome to radio, baby. Okay. Also, and we don't know what that guy's job is. Like, if it's supposed to be just like the occasional thing and like he's trying to take over you know what i mean like he, we don't know that so like he's just staying up and like standing up for his job the other thing that he yells at is um he's like i don't have the stats you guys don't bring me the stats on these plays fast enough and kind of right like don't yell at your coworkers like that but like baseball is very much a stats heavy sport and like you have to have somebody there who's feeding you that information so that you can read it like this is the first time that they've gone with a no hitter in the second half after the all-star break in the last 30 years like like baseball's crazy with stats like that and you do need someone reliable to to bring them up uh when to fill the boring 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 parts of baseball which is most of it uh, <laughs> <laughs> the long yeah. pauses between when anything happens in baseball uh Oh, yeah, I struggle. Although I like going to a live game. You know what I mean? If I'm at a game, that's fun. Get a hot dog, a $30 beer. Just have yourself a nice time. No, that's true. I haven't been into a James game in a while. I should go. But on TV, no way. No. I want to watch. Yes. Well, it's that famous Simpsons thing. It's like now there's a uh, uh, beach ball on the field and the umpires are arguing who's going to go to get it. Like. (laughs) I think of that every time. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I don't know. also talk about David, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, the assistant or, like, the press 
liaison or whatever you would want to. I, I don't know exactly what his job title is. Um, I, th- I think he's like a PR guy who got yeah. stuck babysitting children. That is okay. That's why I got confused because I was like, I feel like he was press, and then all of a sudden, it was his only duty to watch these children. Yeah, I gotta tell you, if somebody told me I was getting fired on Friday and I didn't, I would never <laughs> be more disappointed in my entire life. I would be so sad. Yeah, would you be sad? Uh, if I mean, somebody pres- promises to fire me, oh my presum- god! I g- <laughs> presumably he wanted that job though, because he was new at it when it, like, when he said that he was going to get fired. Yes, and then he had to take care of children. <laughs> the messiest children in the world, by the way. Absolutely. This man. Literally done dirty. Like he's like he's literally done dirty. He's sitting there in he looks sharp in his linen yes. suit. You know what I mean? But he's got they've dressed him in these like round glasses and like this like long hair where we're supposed to think like this guy's a wiener. First of all, the first thing he does uh is like arrange for underprivileged kids to attend a baseball game and meet the general manager. That's real nice. You it know? is nice. And the fact that not say, I don't like kids. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to smile to take a picture from them. What do you think you're jo- like? Take <laughs> the ten seconds. Like, okay, I understand. Like, there are parts to every job. Okay, even jobs you love. There's a slice where you're like, I hate this shit. Okay. Yeah. But I have a. If it takes under a minute, why? Why would I spend mental energy getting upset about it? All you have to do is stand there, smile. And you clearly do like kids, by the way. (laughs) You're actually just being a real stick in the mud on purpose. Okay, you're being a real contrarian because as we see later in the movie, first of all, it's not like, oh, these two kids have grown on me and they're the only kids I like. It's like, no, he genuinely obviously likes kids. Like when when they're like, you can do... Because he offers uh, to JP and Roger, he's like, okay, what do you guys want? Like, anything you want. We've won so many games. Like, I'm thrilled. And then they're like, oh, we want to go play baseball. Like, go play baseball with us in the yard, basically. And he has the time of his life. And I'm like, very clearly, (laughs) you're just being a dick on purpose. Yeah, because you don't like that guy. Yes. And also, like, it's just, it's taking a picture with kids. Like, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I imagine you'd be thrilled at that as a baseball player. Like, isn't that oh, yeah. kind of the, you know, you were a kid and you loved watching these teams and now you meet other people who are like, you meet other kids who are now looking up to you in that same capacity that you used to look up to your old heroes. And like, you know that this will mean something to them. Like, come on, just suck it up, man. Like, Absolutely. suck it up and be nice to children for five seconds. For the entirety of this movie i never see this man do one correct thing for his job knocks you mean yeah Yeah. name one thing he does correct other Um, than believe in angels (laughs) 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 other than that just really like try and think no i can't think he does nothing he doesn't know how to rally a team he tells mel he's like yeah i loaded you up with pills and then shipped you out because i didn't think i'd ever have to deal with you again knocks out ranch for something that happened apparently years ago that maybe or maybe did not happen i don't know he hates kids he the whole team doesn't like him 
Yeah. Who would like him? Uh, nobody. I don't. I don't say no. <laughs> Certainly not Mel. And and I think the, the thing that he does the most wrong is like right at the end after we've been told that Mel Clark is going to die in six months. Um, Jesus Christ, it's they so keep, dark. It's clear that the angels are not going to be there and aren't going to help them. I think Roger even says that to Knox, right? He's like, the angels aren't coming tonight. It's all on you guys. And he still leaves Mel in to pitch, even though Mel is like, I'm done. I am done. Like, I got nothing left. Yeah, like, I've been he smoking a- in a bathtub since I was six. Yeah, <laughs> like, he it's pitched over. a good game, and they're on the cusp of winning. But the, the thing to do would be to switch him out for the other pitcher at that point. But they're like, we'll keep him in. Kind of out of pity, because we, we as the audience know that he's going to die. So we're like, yeah, he gets to, find, he gets to win the game. And you're like... But that's not the right thing to do as the team manager. I don't know. You know what the right thing to do would be? Leave him in so we lose because we cheated the whole way here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? legit. <laughs> like, come on now. This is such I this is such a surprisingly dark movie. Yeah. With that's- these zany, like weird angels that come down angels are real real but they're not gonna spend their time dealing with any real problems we're gonna we're gonna help this professional baseball team a team of literal millionaires uh Uh, i love when they're like we don't uh you can't tell anybody because we don't like to take credit and it's like yeah because all you do is shitty things (laughs) If you were solving actual problems, maybe you would love to take a little credit, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, exactly. I kind of picture it as, you know when you have that big to-do list and you tackle the easiest thing first, but you just keep tackling the easiest thing first <laughs> <laughs> and you never get to the harder shit? Like, you're like, well, you know, if I help if I help a, a Major League Baseball team win the World Series... Um, that'll mean that I can get things done and I can tackle world hunger after, you know, I'll be motivated to tackle world hunger. And then you're like, oh, oh, and now there's a soccer team that needs my help. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm picturing. Those angels are, but again, I would have loved don't think a movie where the I think they're working for <laughs> where different angels show up all of a sudden they're like, well, we're the rival angels. <laughs> And we don't want that family to get back together. Because yeah. <laughs> we watched him put a cigarette out on his jeans and we didn't care for that. Yeah, it just turns into like rival factions of like like heaven and hell being uh, at war with each other, but it's a baseball field. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say at the end of the movie when first of all, Knox just tells Roger first that he's adopting him and lets JP cry in the corner until he's like, of course you're coming to JP, psych. <laughs> Cause I swear Good luck God. spending the rest of your life thinking you're an afterthought. I'm sure yeah, that's something like, a foster child doesn't have any sensitivity to whatsoever. Yeah. You know, the thought of being abandoned and left somewhere without your friends and family. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm going to take the angel kid and I guess I'll take the other one too. <laughs> So insane. Uh, Although at the same time, I was sitting there like, if this guy doesn't take JP, I will throw my TV out a window. I couldn't remember this movie at all. And I was like, I swear to God, (laughs) I will be 
fucking furious if this movie ends with Roger getting adopted and just JP crying in the corner. I was like, I'll burn it down. I'll burn my whole house down. I'll be so mad. I also love that, like, the courts were just like, oh, uh, let me see. You're a single man um, who has never had any children of himself uh, on his own and uh, has recently, as a couple months ago, been recorded live on TV assaulting a coworker. Yeah, two kids. There you go. No problem. Hey, no, that's no the 90s, paper. baby. It's the 90s. We got to get these kids out of here. Um, but just going very much back to David for a quick second, because like oh, he I has am. so much shit spilt on that nice suit. Of <laughs> and then like just pop and nachos. And like, like at a certain point, I'd be like, your children, you're not idiots. Like you're doing this on purpose. And then we see him later, like sitting there in a poncho in L.A. heat. Like, and you see him sweating. I don't even know if that's special effects. I think that might just be the actor himself sweating <laughs> that much under this, like, poncho. And I was just like, that sucks so bad that that has turned into your job to babysit these kids. Sucks so bad for you. That's what I'm talking I Fire me on Friday. You promised. Right. <laughs> you promised me. You were going to fire me. <laughs> and meanwhile, his job is to deal with this terrible PR nightmare that is the fact that they are this terrible team with a violent coach. And he's still got to be like, got to sell tickets, got to get people in the seats, got to have two for one hot dog days. Like he's 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 doing a lot of work. He's yeah. not getting You know who for. does get fired? Our boy Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> And for no reason. No reason. No None. reason. None. What's he comes like in the- he's like, you didn't believe in our team enough. Bye, basically. Oh, and that is absolutely insanity to me. Because like the, the way that that plays out is uh, Ranch, I think, says on the radio, he's not taking Mel out as the pitcher. Mel's got nothing left in the tank. This is not smart baseball, everybody. And then it just cuts to the owner turning off the radio, being like, I've heard enough of this guy not believing in the team. That is the call, though. That's not a smart baseball. No, he's, it is. That's he's not giving a smart the commentary baseball. that is required. <laughs> yes. Well, haven't you seen they're all flapping their wings out there? There's no way this pitch isn't making it. <laughs> The sheer force of wind coming from the audience is going to be. I do love Ranch's response to that, though, which he goes, you can't fire me. I have a contract. Uh, Legit. I don't think he gets fired. I think that Ah. owner has no idea who he can and can't fire. Or, Or he gets a great chunk of change and just lives the rest of his days on a private island. Oh, yeah. He gets picked up by one of the other... Los that man baseball team didn't like, put he he's a guy the type of guy that would never do up another button on his shirt ever again it's just it's just sandy <laughs> beaches and bodies out it's it's ready it's good to go i love it i love that so much as an indicator of like not giving a shit oh We're, yeah like never doing the buttons up on your shirt again like no the, like <laughs> 
<laughs> like they still own shirts with buttons. Like, yeah, you know, like that option. Finger gunning ladies down. They, you oh, want yeah. a little ranch dressing ladies. <laughs> hey, yes, oh. he's absolutely doing all of these things. Oh, that's so much grosser when you say it. <laughs> Like the wide open Hawaiian shirt, the little oh, bit of yeah. the beer gut. Like who wants? You know dressing? this is correct. You know it's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I also kind of like that. Like I wouldn't not aspire to that. Maybe not the finger guns and saying like, "Ladies, who wants the ranch dressing?" But like <laughs> leaving your life on the beach, a little bit of a gut, not do it up your shirt. You know, drinking every day. That's all right. That's all right. I oh, I do that a hundred percent. I'm I'm really hoping Andrew comes in right now and is like, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew, you don't understand. It's not smart baseball. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, anything else uh, no. you wanted to... I, this is I, kind of a fun movie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's hard it to... weirdly was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... One final thought, the the scene where Maggie, the foster mom, gets up and she goes, there's nothing wrong with believing in angels. And everyone goes like, yeah, I was just like, oh, man, like this is it's pretty heavy handed for like what we know has happened in terms of separation of church and state since, you know, yeah. I'd be like, man, maybe, maybe you should believe in uh, medical science that tells <laughs> Mel that he's. Uh, ruined his shoulder and is dying of lung cancer and put a little less faith in, like, angels. You know? Yeah. That's, uh... That's I just think me, you're right. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Uh, but now it is time for our definitive ranking of how good the villain is. What do you got for us, Rebecca? Okay, so I've got, uh... Um, okay, I've got the, I don't even know how to describe this scale. It's <laughs> things not, I wish his dad would have said on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is how I would describe this scale. Um, so from, uh, we'll, we'll be a family again, uh, when the oceans are clean Whew. to, um, when world hunger is solved. Oh, I'm going to give Ranch a uh, when your mom rises from the grave. Because <laughs> that probably would have been the most beneficial thing. <laughs> then it's a zombie apocalypse instead of a baseball team winning. Honestly, would watch that movie. Also, yeah, honestly, would I watch. would too. <laughs> what do you got watch. for us, Craig? Uh, so I have the uh, trickster god scale. Um, so on the scale of Eris, uh, the Greek goddess of discord to Seth or Set, the Egyptian God of disorder, I'm going to give Roger's dad a Loki. Uh, he's dealing with some messed up family stuff and anyone who puts a cigarette out on their own jeans is a creature of pure chaos. Uh, so there we go. My, uh, trickster God scale, everybody. Um, and before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, just a quick moment on how you can support the podcast. So this is our audience choice episode. Once a month, uh, we get our patrons over on patreon.com uh, slash the villain was right to vote on what they want to see us cover. And uh, they voted. And, and this month it's angels in the outfield. Um, so if you want to have your say on what movies we cover, you can sign up at our two face uh, level tier and you will get uh, the chance to vote on audience choice episodes uh 
going forward. Um, and as well, we have a whole bunch of other uh, tiers and benefits that you'll like. We are our bottom barrel one dollar a month. That gets you ad-free episodes. So if you don't want to listen to ads, uh, throw us a buck a month. You'll get those ads early. We also have early releases, and we have two bonus episodes every month at our highest tier. Um, so check us out, check us out on patreon.com slash villainwasright. And if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast, on Facebook at The Villain Was Right. And uh, you can slide into our, our Gmail there if you want to send us an email. We love those. Uh, you can get us at uh, villainwasright at gmail.com. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yes, my Hero of the Week is... Uh, uh, it's, it's just kind of like light and sentimental. But last week, um, as we were recording this, uh, was what I deemed the week of Craig. Um, it was my... I did my album recording on Tuesday and Wednesday. We hit our 200th episode uh, on the Thursday of this podcast. Um, and then I had a set air on uh, CBC television here in Canada uh, from my 2020 Winnipeg Comedy Festival that I did. So that finally aired. So it really just felt like an entire week of things coming to fruition that had been years in the making. You know what I mean? Like these are the seeds that I've planted and like they, they all kind of grew into one thing. Um, and it all happened to be in the same week, which was just like a very weird and serendipitous sort of thing. And it felt very nice. So my, uh, here of the week is just everyone who's sort of supported me and that. So everyone who came out to the album recording, thank you so much. Um, like literally life-saving, uh, <laughs> you know, it's so, it's so stressful being in the arts and having like an actual number in terms of like ticket sales being a representation of how well you're doing. Um, so thank you to everybody who came out. Thank you. Uh, very special. I swear I'm not making Rebecca my hero of the week two year, two weeks in a row, but thank you so much, Rebecca, for not only hosting, <laughs> but uh, putting the word out and getting a whole bunch of people out. I, I really appreciate it. So uh, just uh, thank you to everybody who came out and everyone who supported me in all these endeavors over the years. Thank you. You smashed mm-hmm. it, Craig. Thank you. My boy <laughs> smashed it. It was awesome. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, guys, I've got a, I've got a, I don't know, a, he- a hero, villain, I don't know. I've got a raccoon story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what happened. are they really? Do we love them? Do we hate them? Who knows? I actually do love raccoons. I love them so much. They're just like, they're adorable. They have little tiny hands. They're just thieves and I love it. Um, but anyway, so we moved into, I moved into a new place. And as soon as I arrived, I, we could tell we had a raccoon. I don't know if you guys know this raccoons shit like humans like it is (laughs) it's wild it is truly wild we show up i was like was there several like who shit out here (laughs) like it was there's anyway it doesn't matter so i'm like okay there must be a ton of raccoons around here anyway this morning i wake up 7 a.m read a tat tat on my window like i am Something is moving actively, and I was like, I don't know what this is. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at my water. I'm like, is that my roommate? What's going on? Like, what the hell? And I look out my window, and are there not two baby raccoons? And one of which is actively trying to either get a bug in my windowsill or just straight up get into my home. Okay, they are active, <laughs> like really, like scared the absolute shit out of me because <laughs> it's seven a.m. I was like not even awake yet i was like what the hell is going on they're both fighting each other 
Anyway, that was my alarm clock this morning. And also uh, the reason why my screen is apparently all fucked up. Yeah. I was looking around my house. I was like, why are all these screens messed up? What's going on here? I was like, is this just what, what's happening? And it's clearly just these raccoons have no boundaries. No. I am in their space. I am in their home and they will get back in. I am so worried, team, because there is going to be a week of this podcast where I start the episode with there was a raccoon in my home. Okay, there's just there's such a high percentage chance of that happening. Yeah, there's no way I don't leave that window open at one point. Okay, I'm a forgetful bitch. Yeah, absolutely. No, the video that you shared on social media, I was like, oh, they're getting in eventually. Oh, yes, absolutely. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on my Twitter (laughs) Just go to my Twitter. We also, I think we retweeted it on the Villain Was Right account. Um, Go check it out. They are actively, they're adorable, but they all, they will get in. They will get into my home. And that's just how I'm going to start an episode one of these weeks. So prepare yourselves. Yeah, there there will be an episode that is delayed because Rebecca had to go get a tetanus (laughs) shot. Yeah. Oh my God. There's no way I get out of here without a, anyway, it doesn't matter. That would just be, how do I not have one already? I need one. I need oh one. My God. Anyway, yeah. guys, um, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook and Twitter or CraigFay.com for show dates. Guys, uh, next week we are covering, as I've previously discussed in this episode, Predator! Because <laughs> Craig hadn't seen it, and also because it's an amazing movie and it's an amazing villain. And I'm so excited to talk about it uh, next week, guys. And as always, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that everything's better with a little ranch dressing. (laughs) The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.